Hello friends, how are you all doing? I'm your friend Sanjay Bakshi, the urban storyteller from New Delhi, India. Today, I'm going to narrate a short story titled A Man Too Clever by Half, authored by eminent writer Mrs. Sudha Murthy. Let's get started. A Man Too Clever by Half. A few years ago, when the Infosys Foundation was still in its infancy, People were not aware of the kind of job which we were doing. Our organization worked at the grassroots level, mainly with the village schoolmasters whom we approached voluntarily. Although Infosys the company had already made a mark for itself in the field of software business, the foundation was housed in two small rooms on the third floor of Infosys Tower and it still is even today. Our obscurity was heightened by the fact that there wasn't a single plaque announcing our presence there. The security men would confront our staff frequently. Any decent establishment connected to enforcers should have a large signboard with vast lettering. If not a stately banner, they would say. Right from its inception, the foundation focused on redressing the grievances of the village people, especially children, so that we could help them envision a bright and prosperous future comparable to that of their urban counterparts. It is well known that in our country, the rural-urban divide is massive. The life of village children is devoid of the activities that are taken for granted by the city children. The simple pleasures of modern life like watching a cartoon TV, a show on TV, listening to a popular film song or even reading a newspaper or a magazine at leisure are few of the rare luxuries which are available to village children. A lack of basic facilities forces village boys and girls to while away with their time uselessly. Having observed this aspect of village life as close quarters, I decided that one of the primary goals of Enforcers Foundation should be to launch a project titled A Library for Each Village. I felt libraries play an important role in the lives of children, the citizens of tomorrow. As I was raised in a middle class family in a small town, I was well aware of the importance of books and knowledge in the life of students. In my childhood, I had limited access to books and it was then that I had envisioned stating free libraries offering unlimited access to the world of books. As soon as I had been named trustee of the foundation, I knew I had to take the first step toward fulfilling my desire to build libraries for the rural children. Reading has undoubtedly many advantages. It is not only a useful hobby, but also helps us imbibe better qualities. Keeping this in mind, the trustees plan to establish libraries that contain books in the regional languages and not only the textbook that the children were using in school. Simple illustrated interesting books could be read without anybody's help were thus selected for these libraries. In this manner, the foundation would sow the seeds of a love for reading in the villages of Karnataka, 
with sufficient nurturing and caring the project has grown from a tiny sapling into a massive tree wide-reaching banyan tree more than 4000 such libraries have been established all over the southern states the books have successful in the books have succeeded in putting a smile on the faces of the village children who discovered a new world opening up before them in the form of books one hot afternoon when i was sitting in my room trying to come up with some innovative ideas for the foundation's project i noticed the silhouette of a man standing outside the glass door of my office he was barely visible among the cartons of books and the jungles of colorful wrapping paper strewn all over the floor i carried on with my work which required concentration it was one of those days when my eagerness to complete the work on hand had made me give up all thoughts of a quick lunch or a midday siesta suddenly i started I startled by a loud knock on the door. The stranger walked in without even a nominal may I come in ma'am. Is this the foundation office? He asked abruptly. Yes, I answered. Are you one of the staff members in this foundation ma'am? I nodded. He looked puzzled. Perhaps he had expected to see a fancy office with a fancy receptionist. and here was i wearing a sort of a very simple cotton sari that did nothing to disclose my identity when the man arrived i had been engrossed in dispatching some last minute packages while also writing an introductory proposal for a new project a disheveled person in a tiny cabin amid a maze of paper and a pile of books was clearly not his idea of enforces foundation he had come to visit Without wasting any time on introductions he opened his bag and pulled out two Kannada books that looked like pamphlets these are very good books for children he announced i have put in several years and the best of my efforts to publish them there is a great demand for these books all over karnataka you can buy these books for your library project I just listened patiently to this guy. Naturally, I wanted to see the books for myself to judge their quality, price and most importantly, the content of the books. Would you would they prove useful and interesting to children in village schools? My silence seemed to irritate him. He said, "I know Sudha Murthy and Narayan Murthy very well. Mrs. Murthy, who is trustee of the foundation, asked me to come here otherwise i don't do this kind of a salesman job it is because of the relationship i share with murtis that i have come so far to help them i was amused i was baffled i was flabbergasted have you known mrs murti for so many years i asked without any hesitation or inhibition he answered yeah i have known sudha and her husband for a very long time she is actually a childhood friend of mine now this was something getting more and more curious a man i am seeing for the first time claiming to be my childhood friend rather not really i asked 
but sudha is from dharwad and you seem to be from bangalore how is that she is your childhood friend now he looked a little surprised do you address your boss by her first name it is not good etiquette huh? you should not call your boss by her first name so what if she is from dharwad she used to come to bangalore very frequently quite often to her aunt's house which is next to mine lord i almighty i thought my kith and kin had never crossed the tungabhadra river which divides the old mysore from northern karnataka so i was indeed surprised to know about this aunt who was in his neighborhood he went on Sudha has always treated me like her elder brother. She doesn't have any brother, you see. When Murthy wanted to start enforcers, she came to me for advice. Recently she told me that she wanted to buy 100 copies of each of my books. She knows my caliber. She told me to give these books here and collect the money. I have to go to Kannada Sahitya meeting where they are honoring me today. So you please just hurry up. I don't know whether to give to get upset and shout at him or just carry on with the ruse. I decided to pay along with his deception. What kind of person is Mrs. Murthy? What is your idea about Mrs. Murthy? I asked perhaps impishly. He seemed pleased at the opportunity to say more about his friendship with Mrs. Murthy. Oh, she's a gentle lady. Though very quiet by nature, he said, during her M.A., nobody even knew about Sudha in her class. It was I who told her not to waste her time at home and do some social work. I also introduced her to Murthy and mediated their marriage. Was it an arranged marriage? I asked curiously. Of course, I even got their horoscopes matched. That's why the couple is very fond of me even now and hold me in high regards. After all, it's because of me that they are leading a happy life today. I could see the false smile on his face. Now this was too much. He was not even being clever. Rather, he was just careless. Mine was actually a love marriage. neither of us was bothered about horoscopes moreover i have always been an extrovert and was much noticed because i happened to be the only girl in class throughout my college days by the way i did not do ma i did my mtech social service was a cherished idea of murthy's and mine since the day of our friendship I could no longer stand this man's lying. I realized it was time for me to call his bluff. If I didn't disclose my identity now, who knew what he would be claiming next? Mister, I said very sternly, there has to be an end to those lies of yours. I'm Sudha Murthy, wife of Narayan Murthy. What do you think of yourself? Am I a fool sitting here? This is the first time I'm meeting you. How dare you talk about Mr. Murthy and me in this way? This is outrageous. Even if your books were good in terms of content and language, I would never buy them. 
I do not want to deal with a clever person like you. Books are meant to reflect the thoughts and personality of the author. By now, I know what kind of person are you. Even if you are willing to offer these books for free, I shall not accept them. Remember, only an honest person being can be a good writer. A person who is not good at heart can't be good at thoughts also. If you are not a good person, if you are not a good human being, you cannot be a good author. He was dumbfolded, shocked of course. But before he could think of a suitable response, I just walked out of the office, disgusted, irritated, frustrated and amazed at the world we live in. Thank you so much. This was a short story titled A Man Too Clever by Half, authored by Mrs. Sudha Murthy and narrated by your friend Sanjay Bakshi, the urban storyteller from New Delhi, India. Thank you. Stay happy, blessed and joyous.